Martians invade Earth, and we finally discover that there is no intelligent life in space in this episode of the Retro Popcast. always loved Halloween. The candy, the costumes, the TV specials. Pretty much anything to do with Halloween makes me feel like a kid again. Some of my favorite Halloweens were spent at my grandma's house passing out candy and watching Halloween specials on TV. Even though the film takes place on Halloween, it was released on April 27, 1990. So it still counts as a Halloween movie and I never failed to pop it in during the spooky season. As I said, this movie was released in April on the 27th in 1990. It's a PG science fiction and fantasy film that had a three to five million dollar budget and brought home 15 million from the box office making it a smashing success. It didn't have much really to compete with in the theaters that week. We had Wild Orchid, Bad Jim, Caroline, Fall from Grace, Instant Karma, Q&A, The Guardian, and Voice of the Heart. Produced by Touchstone Pictures and distributed by Buena Vista Pictures, the movie was written and directed by Patrick Reed Johnson, whose works also include Angus, Dragonheart, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Music was handled by David Russo, and the visual effects were supervised by John Knoll, who worked on Star Wars, Star Trek, Pirates of the Caribbean, Harry Potter, Willow, and The Abyss. The human cast includes Ariana Richards as Kathy. This is her cinematic debut. She was Lex in Jurassic Park, the granddaughter of Dr. Hammond. We also have Royal Dano as Old Man Winchmuller. He played Uncle Ned in Ghoulies 2, Farmer Green in Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and Judge Sternwood in Twin Peaks. For the voices of the Martians, we have Jonathan Freeman as Blanzy. Well, let's see. We got a torqued out digiframus, our mega spaz, redundancy pilots on the blink. And it looks like we bruised our boo-boo. Jeff Winkless as Captain Bipto. What's the problem? Just vaporize. Everyone, everything. Poof. Mission accomplished. Medals, awards, a parade. Tony Pope as Corporal Pez. You heard the Earthlings pathetic radio broadcast. Look out for that heat ray. Help us, help us. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Joe Alasky as Dr. Ziploc. What do you make of it, Doctor? Well, it's long, flat, and has yellow lines on it. That can only mean one thing. A minefield. I was going to say a country road. That's what they want us to think. Bruce Lenoyle as Lieutenant Giggywig. Prepare to die, Earth scum! <laughs> Maybe later. Huh? Have fun, boys. What? Hey, <laughs> come back here. I'm talking to you. Patrick Reed Johnson himself, the writer and director, as commander and enforcer drone. Once we reach the cold, airless depths of outer space, 
I shall incinerate them and toss their charred, sizzling skeletons into the cosmos. Ah! Say what? A quick vacuuming, a little air freshener, and I will have completed my duties with perfection. And we have Kirk Thatcher as short stuff. The actors inside the Martian costumes are Kevin Thompson as Blanzy, Jim Briscoe as Captain Bipto, Tony Cox as Corporal Pez, Debbie Lee Carrington as Dr. Ziploc, and Tommy Madden as Lieutenant Giggywig. Now that I got all that stuff out of the way, let's get to the good stuff. From Touchstone Pictures, they were just out cruising the galaxy. Yeah! Till they ran out of gas. Oh man. And ran into the locals. Hey, can we borrow a gallon of gas? Now they're looking for help. Could we borrow a gallon? Yeah, what a dweeb. Looking for action. Hey, Gus. Hey, babe, loosen up. And getting into a lot of trouble. Hey, you're drinking bleach. Mm-hmm. Dude. Space Invaders. You dudes like heavy metal? Guess not. Braden PG starts Friday, April 27th at a theater near you. I love this movie. It is so much fun and a great Halloween treat. It doesn't focus too much on the fact that it takes place on Halloween. It just it just takes place on Halloween. But there's a part where the Martians go trick-or-treating with Kathy and her friend Duck because his costume is a duck. At one point, we see a group of kids go up to a house and the guy dressed as a Hulk Hogan gives them all cigarettes. I wonder what Clunbaker's going to give us this year. I was not dead rats. My mom had a cow last time. What? I forgot. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's one for you. One for you. Plan to go around. Cigarettes. Okay, forget it. The movie takes place on Halloween when five aliens come to Earth, thinking it's being invaded by Martians after hearing a radio transmission of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. They crash land in Big Bean, Illinois, which isn't a real town, but there is a Big Bean in Chicago, so we'll go figure. The crash scene has a few moments that remind me of the Back to the Future scene where Old Man Peabody and his family find Marty and the DeLorean in their barn. We are then introduced to Blanzy, Captain Bipto, Corporal Pez, Dr. Ziploc, and Lieutenant Giggywig. The ragtag team of Martians get a bit separated and try to take over the planet while also trying to deal with the humans that they run into. I would like an answer, young man. Have I got an answer for you? Perhaps I'll just have to remove those little heads of yours and find out for myself. Hey, how do you fire this thing? No, not that button. Not like that, idiot. Until they realize their error and they have to deal with an enforcer drone from their ship, that's trying to wipe them out for their goof up. The humans, for the most part, are okay. It still follows that old trope where the kids are smart and the adults are pretty useless. The movie actually does focus more on the aliens, which is, I think, a perfect balance. Each Martian is quite unique and has great voice talent behind them and their own personalities. My favorite is Blanzy, who's trying to fix their spaceship and has that great Jack Nicholson vibe to him. Kids, 3D and driving just don't mix. The whole movie culminates into a standoff with the Martians and the Enforcer drone while they're finally trying to leave the planet before their spaceship explodes. I don't want to spoil the ending, but it's pretty great. It involves Mr. Wunchmuller, TNT, and some manure. There are so many great scenes that I just don't have time to talk about all of them. The trick-or-treating, the popcorn, the farmzoid, Hulk Hogan, and alien manure. It's all just a lot of fun, and none of it really feels cheesy. The visuals, model work, and the alien costumes are really great, really well done, and they just feel like a labor of love to me. 
Watching this again for the podcast really got me ready to watch more Halloween movies. I just I just love this movie. It's it's so great. It was released April 21st, 1994, four years later on VHS. The DVD release was released eight years later on September 3rd in 2002. It currently holds an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 51% audience score. That 8% is way too low, I feel. So if you love funny, well-done 90s sci-fi comedies with a bunch of comedic aliens with their watermelon heads, this is the movie for you. Give it a watch. Let me know what you think. I, I really think you'd enjoy it. It's re- like I said, it's really well done. Anybody who's I know has seen this movie just just really enjoys it. So go out, find it. Um, it's all on YouTube, so you can go check it out there. But I do suggest you pick up a DVD or buy it digitally if you can. Come on, short stuff, before they start checking for green cards. Hey, you. The next time you guys visit... Pay closer attention to our traffic laws. Next time we visit, yeah. If you'd like to drop me a line, you can find Retropop Gaming on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Retropop Gaming. You can also head over to RetropopGaming.com for links to all my social media and my blog. So if you like what you heard today, I'd love to hear from you.